Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Today, the thing that we're going to be focusing on is how do we create a culture of high challenge, high support in our homes and families? I think we've talked about this a little bit, uh, maybe in a past episode. I'll link the past episode. If, if we even have talked about it. Yeah, we have. Okay. And it's one of the things that I teach in organizations when we're helping an organization with our culture and their, and their leadership is we talk about this idea of high challenge, high support. And we'll include a link to a graphic that kind of talks about there's high challenge, high support, high challenge, low support, low challenge, low support, low support, high challenge, basically the four, the four quadrants. And to me, this is also one of the things that really powerful leaders do. And that is really powerful leaders are willing to challenge you more than you've ever been challenged. But it's not because they want to be challenging. It's because they see your potential and they see what's possible and they're committed to you. That's why they're willing to challenge you. But then they're also willing to support you because they love you and they care about you. So it's not, it's not just, I'm going to challenge you and you've got to go figure it out. It's like, I'm going to challenge you and I'm going to support you in making it happen. Because if you take one of those away, if it's just high challenge and no support, it can feel like you're just being really difficult and critical. If it's all support and no challenge, it's really not helping people because you're just doing it for them. And I just see it all the time playing out in organizations, either either they're, they aren't challenging and supporting one another or they are, and, that's, and it's really helping. And I've totally seen it in our family. And the power of this, I think, is to is to have a discussion as a family of what it, what would it look like to be, to have a a culture of high challenge, high support in your home and have everyone understanding like what we're talking about. That we say we're going to challenge each other. It's because we believe in each other and we're committed to each other and we, we care about each other. And when we say we're going to support each other, it's like, we're going to show up for each other. We're going to be there because there's going to be opportunities in every relationship, in every culture, whether at school, at work, at home to practice this. But if you understand it, you can actually use it to start off a conversation. And we had an example of this recently, Melissa and I, where we we met with one of our children and we just said, hey, look, you know that we have a culture of high challenge, high support in our home. And they said, yeah, totally. And we said, you know, why, and why would we challenge each other in our home? And they said, well, it's because it's because you care about me and you believe in me. And why would we support you? And it's like, well, because you, you care about me and you want to support me. And so we said, well, that's, that's what this conversation is going to be today is, is we're going to challenge you, but we also want to support you. And I just could tell that by starting what, what, what was, I think kind of a hard conversation, but starting it that way, it had the conversation go completely differently. And to back up a little bit, I was prepared to walk into this conversation with guns blazing. <laughs> like I'm going to let them have it. You know, this is going to be a wake up call. I wish so desperately we could tell you all the details of this conversation but for the privacy of our children. We yeah. Just to respect and honor our, everyone, our family won't share any more than that. But, and Melissa reminded me right before 
we had this conversation. She was like, Hey, just remember we're committed to challenge and support in our family. And it like snapped me out of what, what was like a very emotional, um, highly charged situation that I don't think would have been a good outcome. I think it would have led to a lot of like, you should have, and you shouldn't have and guilt and shame and having them feel bad about themselves. And we have teenagers now. So these are like new conversations that we're having new territory, new like curfews and new, like just challenges that we're bumping up against. Yes. That we've never had to before. So I think with some of that just comes like, yeah, this new, new territory, new challenges. But that's the same in any dynamic. Yeah. In a business, you're hiring your first employee, you're, you're growing, you're downsizing, you're, Every opportunity is going to present, every situation could present the opportunity to have conversations that are both high challenge, high support. And my belief is that people actually really do want to be challenged if it's coming from a place of like commitment. If it's coming from a place of like, hey, I believe in you. It's like, I I don't know. I I want someone to believe in me enough to challenge me, but also know they're there for me, like to support me. And I've seen it happen in companies. I've, se- I've seen organizations who literally... It, they cannot have a difficult conversation because they've tried in the past and there's been big blowups or people got offended or they can't, they're just so afraid of confrontation. And that's the thing that I think is the greatest risk in this is, is I wonder, you just think about how many conversations are not being had in homes that really would be good to have, have. Mm. but it's because we're, we don't have this understanding of like, no, we're here to challenge each other, support each other. Imagine how many conversations are going on or not happening in companies that would really be beneficial to have. And so just, it's just helped us so much. And when I see companies do it and a lot, one of the things we encourage our clients to do in a company is when they have a situation like this, they actually start the meeting off with, Hey, you know, that all of us here, we're committed to challenging each other and supporting each other. And this is going to be a high challenge, high support conversation. And it puts everyone into that frame of mind. And my experience is most of those conversations go really well even if they're really hard to have and even if they're really difficult and confronting one little just side comment that is to me kind of a bonus. That's the magic to this is whenever I introduce the concept of high challenge, high support to a family or to, or sorry, whenever I introduce it to a company and Melissa and I introduce it to a family, one of the things I talk a lot about is what really makes high challenge, high support work is if we're also, all of us are striving to be unoffendable. Cause if I'm going to challenge someone and they get offended right away, it really makes it difficult. Or if I get offended right away, that's easier said than done. But one of my affirmations now lately is I'm unoffendable. I cannot be rattled just because I'd love to get to that place where I have enough wisdom and maturity to have difficult conversations. And I've seen that with leaders that I really respect and admire that they can be challenged and it doesn't rattle them. They don't get super offended, but... Anyways, that's the context of, and we just saw it play out in our family. And I think sometimes Melissa and I are like, oh, we really do use a lot of these principles and we struggle with them. We're not perfect. But when we see that they've worked, we want to share it with people. Yeah. And I would even back up a little bit. I think going into this podcast episode, I think that high challenge, high support is a component of what I would call our family brand. Which you could say is like, meaning our, the Smith family is because I, this podcast is called family brand, brand, right? Our personal family is like 
values and our vision and the culture we're committed to creating in our home. Yes, is high challenge, high support. But I think high challenge, high support is just a small like portion of of our bigger brand that we have. But this day that we had this these conversations with with one of our children, um, it was this past Sunday, and that that day Chris and I had kind of made a commitment to each other that well, there's some things we're um, wanting to build with the business, the family brand, the business. And we were going to kind of both individually journal about some of these opportunities that we have and then share them with each other, like at the end of the day. And these conversations with one of our kids just kind of took up a good portion of the day longer than I like intended. And I found myself at the end of the day kind of frustrated that I never got to my journaling <laughs> that I wanted to. And the question we were asking, we, we had posed in our journal to ourselves is why, why am I doing this? Meaning like, why, why would I really go for it with family brand? Why would I share this with the world? Like really go for it. Yeah. And so, and I really wanted to, on Sunday, I was really hoping to like be present to that and like really dive in with my journal and get really clear. But then, like I said, I just was like, oh, we spent our whole day talking to this child and I just didn't get to it. And I was kind of frustrated. But at the end of the day, when I finally did get to my journal, I was like, this is actually it. This is actually everything. Like why I would want to take this out to the world. Because in those conversations, I felt our family, the Smith family brand was like woven throughout the entire day, like in so many ways. And that high challenge, high support was just one example of that. But throughout the whole thing, you know, we were talking about like how this child is showing up. And one of our, our mission of, our Smith family brand is um, our vision rather is that we are committed to elevate and inspire and our kids helped shape these values and the, this mission, this vision. So it was a conversation instead of like, no, having no, um, instead of just like talking at our kids and telling them like, Oh, we want you to do better and don't do this and don't do that. So disappointed in you. Yeah. It was, it gave us, like common language and a common understanding of like, no, this is what we're trying to achieve. Like, how can we better support you to achieve that? And that's just one more example. But honestly, the whole time I, as I stepped back at the end of the day, I realized, wow, our, our Smith family brand isn't just this cool thing on our wall or these cute little sayings that we say, but I was like, it is actually shaping like our parenting and our decision-making and it just hit me so strongly. Like that's why we got to take this to more, to more people. Like that's why I wanted to get this to more families because it actually gives us real life tools to use to parent better, to become a better. We like to say to become a better parent, a better spouse, and to build a stronger family. Yeah, and I thought it was insightful because Melissa shared with me that night we went on a walk. I don't know if we walk our dogs or they walk us, but a lot of nights we take Kate and Pepper when they're ridiculous. A border collie and a Havanese mini poodle. <laughs> they are so ridiculous. So we, we were on this walk and Melissa shared with me, she's like, I found myself really frustrated that my whole day was spent in this conversation. And I went to journal about it. And then, yeah, but the insight was, but no, that that is family brand. Like what we did today and the power of that conversation and the outcome, it was so different because we did it from a place of our values. We did it from a place of the culture we're committed to creating our home. We did it from a place of challenge and support. We did it from a place of, you know, we talked a lot that day about one of our values is Smiths can talk about anything without judgment. We talked a lot about our vision statement. We're committed to elevate and inspire. 
So it wasn't just that we were trying to embody those things in the conversation. We actually used those exact phrases a lot. And again, it gave us, yeah. So the very thing that had you frustrated, I think actually ended up being pretty profound. It's like, no, that is it. Yeah. Like we talked about last week um, on the podcast, if you listen to the episode, it was like, if when something happens that isn't quite the way you would have planned it, it's like asking yourself, why did I create this? I'm like, oh, maybe I created this situation so that I could really realize like the full power and effect of, of, of the Smith family brand on our family. Um, because otherwise I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to reflect on it in that way. Yeah. And I like what you said, it, there's a temptation, I think in any family or any organization that when you come up with like values or a vision statement or a mission statement or purpose statement, it's so easy for them just to become empty words on a wall or in a word document on a computer somewhere. But the real opportunity is to actually make decisions that are values-based, make commitments that are values-based, like think about what's important to you from a place of, and, and we're actually interviewing, um, we're having a family on, uh, we're going to interview them tomorrow. I don't know when their episode will go live, but really, really amazing family that just went through family brand and developed their family's values. And, and the dad actually told us when we were talking to them, getting to know them a little bit better. He said, I love now that my children can make decisions like that are values-based, like values-based decisions. And I would say yesterday was totally, it was a values-based interaction. It was a values-based conversation that went so much. I can promise you, me, like Melissa probably would have done great. I can promise you that without Melissa reminding me of, okay, this is the culture we're committed to creating. These are our values. I would have blown it. I would have just gone in there, just my natural reaction, frustrated, mad, disappointed, upset, and it wouldn't have ended well. It would have ended with, I think, all three of us being really upset and all three of us even feeling worse than we did before we went in. And it wasn't a perfect conversation. Like, let's be clear. Yeah. <laughs> there were many times where Chris and I just looked at each other like, are you kidding me right now? What is going on? <laughs> and it's still, we're still in it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like this one time. But I think the difference is, um, you know, without the Smith family brand, it would be like we were just talking at this child, putting like our expectations on them. But I feel like because we have these values that we've co-created together, it was like this child was part of the conversation and we could, yeah, it wasn't something that was being done to him, challenging him to like live up to these values. It was like, no, this is what you helped us create. And I think that is something that we would not have access to without having the Smith family brand. It would have been, don't do this. This is why. And it would have been more just talking at, at him. It would have been a talk rather than a conversation. Yeah. And I'm thinking, and I'm realizing that that, and I'm sure we've all had those, whether it's with a boss, a manager, a parent, a spouse, where you just, you feel like you're being talked at and it just, you just, it just talk in circles and it just, it can go for hours sometimes. And you, the whole time you're like, what? is going on here. And then at the end, you're even more frustrated because you're like, we just wasted all that time and we're leaving more frustrated than we came in. And I think that that's what would have happened to us yesterday. We would have just had a talk, a really, or whenever we had it a few days ago, we'd have had a really frustrating talk. Instead, I feel like we had a productive, useful conversation and it wasn't easy and it's not solved, 
I would just, yeah, I would just encourage you to think about one, I think anyone can at least take this idea and start thinking about, huh, what would it look like to create a culture of high challenge, high support, where we're just committed to that. And if you got everyone on that same page, it makes it easier to have harder conversations because everyone is under the understanding that we're doing it because we're committed to each other. And to think about, yeah, what would that look like to be able to parent from a place of values? What would that look like to be able to make decisions, not just for you, but even your children from a place of values? Another another family that we love, the Hadleys, who have gone through family brand, they said that her biggest takeaway, Lindsay, was that what their values really did is it's helping each of them individually shape their own identity so that they're not just making decisions based on the family's values, but they're making decisions based on like, who am I and what matters most to me? Like, what do I stand for? Cause look, we all get a lot of stuff thrown at us, especially kids these days. And I feel like left on their own to navigate all these decisions. It, like what a gift to give our kids that if we can try to help them understand who we are as a family and who they are individually and not be afraid to take a stand for that, it's not going to make it easy, but it'll make it a heck of a lot easier, I think, to, to stand for something when you know what you stand for. Totally. We're, um, we're redoing, we're tweaking our website right now. So we're like reviewing testimonials and like updating them on the website. So all these testimonials about family brand are very fresh, but it reminds me of another family that went through family brand where um, I was just re-listening to their testimonial yesterday. Uh, the Nickerson family, he, I loved his testimonial. He was saying that um, so much of our life is spent talking about what we don't want. There's so many like things like his examples were like um, political, there's just political noise and there's racial divide. Yes. It's like social injustices. And we spend so much time often as families talking about these things, what we don't like, what we wish. And being influenced by that noise. So we're, we're being influenced by what other people think and talking about what we don't want. Yeah. And I loved how he said, but why are we not spending more time talking about what we do want? Like talking about what are our family values? What do we stand for? And I just thought that was so true and so beautiful the way he had put that. And this is not a huge plug for family brand other than to say that. Yes, it is. (laughs) Other than to say that, I guess another takeaway is the the high challenge, high support, like bring that into your family, but also maybe take a minute this week and think like, yeah, what, what do we stand for as a family more than anything? What do we want to be known for? We've talked about that before in the context of marriage, but not a lot as family, but it's so true. Maybe just pay attention. How much time do we spend as a family talking about what we don't want versus who we are and what we stand for? And the crazy thing is the more you talk about what you don't want, you actually just create more of it. And so I think you could channel that energy into what you do value and what you do want. So those would be, yeah, those would be the two big takeaways is think about challenge and support. And then, yeah, maybe pay attention and have a conversation that is focused more on what you do want and what you do value. And we do have um, our family brand program. If you're like, struggling with this idea like well I don't know like what are the most important values or how do we talk about what we want because you know sometimes it's overwhelming we actually do have a program that walks you through it (laughs) our little Indy just got home from school we're just wrapping up do you want to say hi Indy 
Say hi. Hi. Indy, what do you have anything you would tell us about family? Rand, Indy's five years old. She's a powerful kindergartner. She's loving kindergarten. Two weeks in. What's your teacher's name, Indy? Uh, Mr. Scott. Mr. Scott. And you guys have a special puppet puppet in your class. What's his name? Bob. Mr. Bob? Yeah. What does he eat sometimes? Pickles. What kind of pickles? I don't know pickles. I thought you told me he ate sassy pickles. Not that much. <laughs> and it makes him sassy? Yeah. Can you tell everyone on here what one of our family values is? Um, semester kind-hearted. Semester kind-hearted? And what does that mean to you, that semester kind-hearted? Mm, I don't know. What's another one of the Smith family values? Um, you can create or complain. You can create or you can complain. Well, you're my favorite guest that we've had on the podcast in a while. <laughs> Baby bear. Thanks for coming and being on. Impromptu visit. She ran downstairs. <laughs> Is there anything else you would want to tell everyone about family brand? No. Okay. So in conclusion, have a great week. Spend some time this week thinking about what, um, yeah, what it is you want as a family. Then go out and get it. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com, forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing, we feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.